Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lafondra looking to get caught side of Fon. Lafondra away from David. 3-1 Reading. Three points Reading. Hello and welcome to the Empire Rolls preview podcast for our FA Cup second round match against Eastleigh. Well, it's been another eventful week in the world of Reading FC. And to help me talk through it, I've been joined by James Earnshaw, the Reading Chronicle, fresh from his Christmas party. How are you feeling, James, today? Uh, rough. Very, very rough. Um, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a trooper and I uh, got out to uh, to Bearwood and, yeah, you know, we keep going. The job's not going to do itself. So I'm just sending you a virtual medal there. Uh, well <laughs> done. You are absolutely outstanding. You. You're world Thank class. You. But I suppose it was been a heavy week, you know, having to carry all those scoops on your shoulder <laughs> all week that you've been dishing out from the Chronicle. So, wow, it's just been atrocious because obviously, first of all, there's one that was about uh, Geneva being close to uh, exclusivity, which we released the podcast about earlier this week. So if you want to go back and find that, listen to that. But then you came out one which was definitely not a positive news at all. Yeah, no, that the uh, the money didn't come in in time to uh, pay people that need paying. So um, they decided to to go for the no point deduction option uh, and pay the staff, uh, not pay the staff, sorry, and pay the players. It's just dreadful, isn't it, from Dai Young? I mean, he's made the what seems to be a clear decision to send enough money so we have that for the players, but the staff, are, you know, let's not worry about them. You know, it doesn't matter. And as much as, you know, obviously Ruben Sellers and the coaching staff, they should all be paid. They've done a job, whether you think it's good or bad. I'm far more concerned about the people who are on, you know, 25 grand. I was going to say a week there. That would be all right. (laughs) 25 grand, um, you know, a year. Uh, They've still got bills to pay, houses to, you know, keep warm in the winter. They've got Christmas coming. It's just atrocious, isn't it, that we can have an owner who's this much of an arsehole. Yeah, it's not not a good look at all. I mean, he's been doing it for bloody months, though, isn't he? With uh, 
even the choosing not to pay tax to be able to pay the wages. And now we haven't even got enough to not even do that. We've paid, not paid them both in full. So this really is sort of the lowest of the low. Um, yeah, put lowest we've fallen. Um, and, you know, God forbid we fall any further. I mean, everybody keeping an eye on Tuesday now and seeing whether the staff are uh, eventually paid at the date that they were told. Yeah, well, it seems to be the case Select Select Car Leasing have stepped up and, you know, bridged the gap. I mean, fair play to them if they have. I mean, they've put so much money into Reading. It's a labour of love for them, isn't it, really? Because, you know, they've got the stadium named after them. And I know lots of people... Um, have issues with that and i've just stuck to calling it the mad start as well so i'm not going to pretend that but when your club needs you when you're like actually you find out who the real people are in the bad times and i'm sure they'll be getting a little bit extra back at some point for these loans mm. but who cares they've actually put the money where their mouth is and it's risky because we're going to be in between owners when they're giving that money so a lot of credit to them yeah, no, massively, exactly. Everything you say, you know, they're going above and beyond the call of duty. Um, and, you know, we've got to doff the hat. I mean, obviously, it's not been a founded truth. You know, it's social media at this point. Um, but if there is any truth in it, um, then, you know, you've got to just doff, doff your hat to them. A virtual hat as well. So we've had that today. We've had two virtual things so far. <laughs> what isn't a virtual thing was the win during the week, James. 5-1 against Carlisle. I mean, one person in our uh, group chat did see it coming. That was Alex. He had a very big, mm. uh, very, very healthy bet on that. And got a good return. But fantastic result. Yeah. I mean, long, longest week. For ages, I mean, Jesus, that was only what three days ago, two or three days ago. It feels like a lifetime ago already. Um, you know, wasn't the most amazing display, but I mean, can you ever really grumble when you've just won five one? I mean, you know, you, you take it all day. Um, two wins on the spin, and you know, a nice little break from the league now, off the bottom, and look ahead to some fun cup action. Yeah, that'll be. Um... It's nice to go into a match with a little bit of positivity on the pitch, isn't it? I mean, I look at some of the key players that we've now got in the team. Um, Lewis Wing, he's really stepping up, isn't he? He's starting to look like the player that we hoped that we'd signed in the summer. And Sam Smith, oh, I mean, I went early with this and I'm not regretting it. I think he looks like one of the best strikers in the league. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, both were huge League One players over the last two or three years. So it's you know, not a massive surprise. Both had injuries at the beginning of the season and are finally getting back to full fitness. Um, square pegs and square holes. You know, you've got a proper centre forward and you've got Lewis Wing, who is used to playing as the 10 role, he hasn't now got the defensive shackles that he used to have uh, in the 4 triple two. He's now, you know, free to roam and impact the game. And, you know, it's, I think it's three goals and four assists now in the last six games. I mean, it's some upturn really in form. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a weird emotion, isn't it? Happiness. <laughs> so we will go into the game against Cecily. I'm sure, as um, Ruben Sellers says today, there will be changes i'm predicting there'll be quite a lot how many do you think there'll be for sunday's match this is on itv if you want to watch mm. it yeah i'll go for seven or eight i think i don't think we'll have 11 um but yeah i think most of the squad will probably change um which is good you know because it's you know now it's a cup game they'll bring caelan vickers out of um you know out, out of frozen wherever he's been um you know you'll have the likes of ben elliott charlie savage um, Harley Dean, Hutchinson. I mean, the, the options are available. Um, you know, our depth is the best it's been for a long time with, with no real injuries other than Tom McIntyre. Um, 
so yeah, no, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. I uh, I think the biggest cup set will be if we actually win, though. I think most of the uh, <laughs> I think most of the people think that Eastley will end up coming out on the on the uh, on the correct side of the school. Yeah, it would be a surprise in some ways, especially with the horrible memories of Kidderminster. Mm. I mean, sorry for everyone listening, but we're all still a little bit damaged by that match, aren't we? Um, what are we going to say, James? What are we going to go for today? Um, I want to go for a Reading win. Why not? Um, my 2-1 prediction for every away game finally mm. did come true. But obviously, I wasn't on the preview because I was in hospital. So that's just absolutely typical. So I'm going to say 3-1 to Reading. I'm going to go 1-1 and then a weird replay. Uh, just to get some extra money in the coffers in front of a packed-out SCL stadium in front yeah. of all the masses. A win against non-league Eastley in, 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 in a midweek replay in December. Oh, yeah, yeah. One stand open. That would be an absolute <laughs> classic, won't it? So, yeah, thanks for listening to this part. Um, Matt Lansley will now be talking to an Eastley reporter. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be back with a rep- win talking about it on Sunday, possibly on Monday for the podcast coming out. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of the Elm Park Rules preview podcast. It's FA Cup weekend this weekend. Obviously, in the last round, beat Milton Keynes 3-2. And now we have got the challenge of Eastleigh. Eastleigh away in the second round of the FA Cup. And to preview Eastleigh, we have got uh, Tom Wallace from the Daily Echo. How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, excited for Sunday. Um, But yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. It's one of those FA Cup ties that, I think every Reading fan is going to look forward to, but also have in the back of their mind Kidderminster away. Um, sorry for anyone who remembers that day. I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, but whenever you're facing a non-league opposition, it's going to probably crop up. Um, but Tom, give us a bit of insight really into into Eastleigh this season. I mean, currently they sit, um, or you guys sit 11th, um, in the National League, um, looked like a bit of an exciting team to um, to watch this year. Not many clean sheets, quite a few goals scored, quite a few goals conceded. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the thing with Eastleigh this season. They they score a lot of goals, um, but yeah, they do concede a lot. So it has been exciting whenever I've been down there. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be too many like nil nils from now to the end of the season. Um, so it's just the way the way the team is. Um, they started like quite slowly at the start of the season, but since um, Richard Hill's come in, um, they've picked up a little bit. Um, so yeah, they're in a much better place than they were at the start of the season. Um, so yeah, it should be a good game on Sunday. Yeah, sitting fifth, uh, not fifth, sorry, sitting eleventh in 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 the non-league table, five points of Altrincham for for the playoffs. It'll be. Um, be interesting to see if they can close up that gap, kind of make a playoff push. They're not really a team that's featured much in the playoffs, um, easily in uh, in previous years in the uh, uh, in uh, in non-league. Um, Tom, looking at Eastley's run to to the second round, any any non-league club, I think that you know get gets through to the second round. All eyes are on that third round, isn't it? A big or chance to get a big. Big FA Cup tie, big upset. Um, but they could be looking at this time thinking, you know, 
that that it's 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 an exciting tie for them to have if they can get another one after this. I mean, it's it probably going to be a sellout crowd, I think, at the weekend. Um, for for EC, they've certainly got. I think it's about fourteen hundred Reading fans coming down, so it should should be should be a fun atmosphere. But the run to the uh, the the second round, how's 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 that been? Yeah, it's been good. Um... So yeah, in the last qualifying round, they beat Dover Athletic. I think it was quite a tight um, affair. And then um, yeah, they came. They beat Boreham Wood five one, and which was a big win because I think in the last, it might be the last three years they played Boreham Wood in the FA Cup. Um, so there was a little bit like of annoyance that they got them again for like the third year running. She won like um, like different teams, but um, yeah, they won really comfortably. So. Um, I think there's a feeling of there could be a chance of an upset this weekend, but I know Reading have picked up as well. So yeah, you, you never yeah. know how it's going to go really. Boreham, looking back at Boreham Wood quickly though, they're one of those teams that I think whenever you face them in the FA Cup, they've had a few good runs of late Boreham Wood in, 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 in the FA Cup in, uh, in recent seasons. They're always one of those teams, but um, yeah. Um, Eastleigh, by way of, play styles at the moment give us give us a bit of insight into kind of what Eastleigh have been like this this year we talked about their their kind of exciting nature to watch um quite a few goals scored quite a few goals conceded though but kind of players who sticks out really in this in this Eastleigh side um their best players definitely I would say and Paul McCallum um he's like their striker um I think he scored 16 goals in the National League this season um, he's the top scorer in that. Um, yeah, he definitely probably could be playing a level or two higher. Um, he's yeah, he's really impressed. He's got great movement, sh- sharp in the box. He doesn't need a lot of chances. Um, he's confident as well. So I think he'd be probably looking at this game against Red and thinking that he kind of belongs against these kind of players. Um, but yeah, he's probably one of the main threats. There's also um, Chris Maguire, who's got a lot of quality as well in the final third. He's been around quite a few EFL clubs in the past. Um, he's definitely in like the latter stages of his career, I'd say. Um, but yeah, that's where their biggest threats lie. They normally try and like get the ball up to those kind of players quickly. Um, because yeah, that's that's where they're best um in those forward positions. And do you think optimism will be high? Will is is this weekend gonna be going to be an upset for for uh, for Eastleigh do you think can 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 um, they do can they do it and get into the third round I definitely think they can yeah I think if it was like a few weeks ago there would have probably been like more of a chance because I know Reading was struggling quite a fair bit then um I know Reading have picked up a little bit um recently um but I think it like how the game begins will probably be quite important if say Eastleigh get an early goal um they have like those threats up front that could quite easily hit Reading on the break or something like that. Um, so yeah, it just depends really on how the game pans out. I think if Reading get a couple of goals up or something like that, and then it could be a long afternoon for them because there is obviously a difference in quality between the team, two teams. Um, yeah. But yeah, if I was given a prediction, I would say three-one Reading or something like that. That must be one of the first predictions for an away win we've had on the on 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 the podcast for quite some time because um, as as frequent listeners will know we've not been very good away from home until until uh, last week when we beat Wickham away um, that was our first away win in o- over a year of football I think it was twenty one league fixtures it um, it's ne- never been a happy hunting ground um, going away from home but I mean 
Eastleigh Stadium, Sil- um, Silver Lake Stadium. Get, give give the listeners just a bit of an insight into into the ground. What it's like? Is it tight? Can it can it can it really kind of create the atmosphere you'd kind of you'd want in an FA Cup upset? Like um, fans being on the back of players, etc. Is it is it that sort of ground or easily those sorts of fans? Yeah, it is quite a tight ground. It's not as like tight as some grounds you see around. Um, so the fans, I wouldn't say, are like really like up on top of the players. And um, there's like a little bit of distance between that and the pitch. But um, yeah, it's definitely one of those grounds that uh, an upset could happen. Like you've seen, obviously, a lot of upsets over the years with like non-league teams. Um, EFL teams probably don't want to go there. Um, but I think the atmosphere on Sunday will be really good. Um, I think they're putting temporary seating up as well because it would have been sold out. Um, but I think there's a few tickets left, unlike the temporary seating. Um, so it'll be like a really good atmosphere there. And there's also obviously Ruben Sellers, um coming back to like the set by the south coast with it because he's had that tenure at Southampton. So I wonder mm-hmm. there'll probably be some Southampton fans there looking to see how he'll get on. Um, there's also a bit of a shame with the Don Ballard injury as well, um, mm-hmm. but there were some fans looking to that. So I think there will be some Southampton fans there, um, but also yeah, definitely Eastley will be getting getting behind them. Um, it will be a tricky tie, I'd imagine, for Reading. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, on, on on the Don Ballard situation, we touched on it on our post match after um, after Wickham horrible injury, horrible injury. Um, looks like it's a ruptured patella tendon or just snapped patella tendon. I don't know the correct terminology for it. Not a nice injury. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we wish him all the best because he just started kicking into gear for for Reading really, um, for finding his feet. You know, young lad horrible injury to have but um but yeah i mean fa cup in general tom let's 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 have a bit of fun to end the podcast what's what's your favorite fa cup moment if you could pick one moment of any from any team any moment in history what what's your favorite fa cup moment um yeah i don't know i'm an arsenal fan so um it will be probably one of our FA Cup wins. We won a few um, a few years ago um, under Wenger and obviously won a recent one under Arteta. So those are good memories for me. But in terms of like a giant killing kind of upset, um, I remember, um, who was it? Was it Everton lost like quite a few years ago? I think they lost to someone like Shrewsbury or someone. Mm. Um, I remember that being like a big story at the time. Um, and I remember Man United going out to like Leeds when they were in like League One. I think Beckford scored, so they're always like memories from the FA Cup that I remember. Um, but yeah, and obviously like Millwall, I think got to the final quite a few years ago as well. That was a big story at the time. Um, so there's always like it's always more exciting when when there's like a team from the lower leagues that are doing well um, or possibly doing a giant killing, um, unless it's against Arsenal, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we nearly had that chance against you in the semi-final um and yeah um, i mean when you said that you're an arsenal fan i mean my heart sank because immediately <laughs> i remembered our semi-final and yeah. um yeah more flashbacks coming back so we visited kidderminster we visited arsenal away um yeah it's uh, it might be a good place to wrap up 
uh, <laughs> preview before we delve into any more bad memories um, of, uh, of FA Cup years gone by. Um, but Tom, thank you very much for for, for joining us. Um, obviously, you'll be covering the game, I think, for for for, for the for the Echo for for Eastley um, at the weekend. Um, best of luck, obviously, for the season. Um, it'd be nice to, to to see Eastley push up towards towards the playoffs. They're, they're, they're one that's kind of they've found, I think, their level really at, at, at National League, but. They're a bit like Maidenhead. I feel that they're just kind of there and kind of not, not, not like stumbling along, but kind of it'd be nice to see them push up and see, see if they can make it to to the promised land of um of of the football league. But best of luck, obviously for for the rest of the season. Um and um yeah may, maybe maybe we'll uh, Reading will win and we'll draw Arsenal in the uh, yeah in, uh, <laughs> we might might have a have another chance for a catch up um but. Thank you, everyone, obviously, for listening as well. If you have enjoyed the podcast, of course, please give us a five-star five star ranking and review. It helps us, obviously, in all, all things like podcast rankings um, and helping new listeners find us and everything. So uh, every review is very much appreciated. We will, of course, be back reviewing the Eastleigh game. Fingers crossed, looking ahead to a, to a third round tie as well. But I've been Matt Lansley. This has been the EPR Preview Podcast. We'll catch you on the next one.